Last week on Knights of the Rolled Table. You have just come over the hill to view the town of Respite, which is clearly under attack. You see the McIntyre family. <laughs> well, fancy to see you. Thanks for joining us. What's happened? Why are they all attacking you? Where should we try to help out? Then you go help the Callahans. Coach goes in and kicks that door Oof. open. Two knolls just jump out. So you smash down on it twice and it stops moving. There's no more knolls uh, in that cottage. There's no, no more. more. No more. Maya goes with Sora. So she rushes over to the cottage to check on her family. The rest of you hear a scream. Inside the cottage, Kevin is there laying on the ground. But Sindel is nowhere to be found. <laughs> no! no! So we pick up where we left off. There's various fires and chaos in the town of Respite. Part of the fateful wall has been knocked down, and uh, the eight-year-old Sindel is nowhere to be seen. Uh, Sora, her mom, dashes out the hole in the wall and looks for any sign of her, but the gnolls that took her are already out of sight. They're not in view of the the meadow that's out there, she can't see any direct sign of them. She can kind of see tracks of roughly where they are going. You're able to revive Kevin, her father, and her little brother Wick is okay. And Kevin basically recounts to you, uh, uh, they've, they're, they're waiting in ambush. They were here. They were in our house. Gnolls don't ambush. They're not quiet creatures. They were waiting for us. Like there was, they were in control. And as soon as we walked in, they jumped at me from every side. Something was going on. And uh, basically, they, they jumped in from all sides. And then there's basically like a hole in the back of their house that goes back to where, right where the wall went. So they had an easy exit point that wasn't visible from the square that a bunch of gnolls could get in and out of. Sora is in kind of a, a difficult state, as you imagine, like a mom would be with her daughter missing, because she wants, she obviously wants to just like run out there and chase her, but she kind of recognizes just like her alone going after these gnolls right now is probably not the best moment, but she clearly is intending to go like in moments. She's like grabbing things and kind of stuffing things in a bag and preparing and kind of looking to you and indicating to you, like, without asking you directly, I'm going to need help. And essentially, like, you have the sense, as you probably would, that might be a suicide mission, but she's going on it regardless. No one's going to stop her. And she has another silent exchange with Kevin that you saw them do earlier. You've seen them do this maybe a few times, but, like, when they sort of indicated Sora was going to go help the family and Kevin was going to go back to the to the home, you can kind of see this very close interchange they have where they're able to communicate a lot in a few moments. And part of what's being acknowledged is that Kevin's going to need to stay here to protect Wick and to protect the town and to start, you know, in case the gnolls come back to protect the people there. And, uh, Sora's definitely leaving because nobody can stop her. What are your, what are your thoughts? What are you doing in those moments? Listen, Sora, like we, uh, we just fought off a, a ton of gnolls. Why Why do they keep taking Sindel? Sora, as you're saying this, it's just like you're like having to kind of follow her around as she's like running around her cottage, stuffing things in a bag, getting ready to go. And she says, Sindel is, well, you've noticed that Sindel is special. She has powers and Sindel is not, Sindel is not Kevin and my biological child. She's <gasps> placed in our protection. Intrigue. Yes. There it is. Uh, Maya would actually pull Kevin aside. So actually, if you go out to look for Kevin, you find him with uh, Donovan, the barkeep, from the very first episode. Donnie. And they are they're speaking to each other, and they have kind of like a specific gesture between them. They're doing that kind of like Roman handshake where they kind of like grab each other's elbows and kind of lock forearms. And it definitely looks like that means something. And you can see them kind of like as you approach. They're kind of whispering, talking to each other. They seem to be planning. And... uh 
Donovan is saying, I'll go, I'll tell, I'll go as fast as I can, I'll tell Lord Greenbrier of, of the news. He'll need to know, you must stay here and protect the, protect the town and uh, fortify the walls as much as you can. They may come back and dis- dispose of the bodies. You know what happens with gnolls. We must, get as quickly as we can, we must go. Uh, gentlemen, where, where are you going? Who is this Lord uh, Green, Greenbrier? Lord Greenbrier. So this is a time we need to... Take a moment and step back and talk a little bit about where in the literal world are we? I've intentionally kept it a little bit vague in terms of like, what is this land? What's going on? And that's because I think intentionally, I want us to like together improvise as much as the world as possible. So I think step by step as we go on adventures here, we want to expand the world a little bit. And at this point, big things are starting to happen and we need to define a little bit of what's going on. So here's what I'm thinking. We've loosely... We've loosely described this area a couple of times as the realms. And what that means is there's sort of a loose association of various kind of like territories. And each of those territories is ruled by somebody, usually a lord of the lady. But any given territory, one might be more democratic. One might have kind of like a council. One might be like very hereditary rulership. Maybe there's a wizard in charge. Maybe there's never a wizard in charge. Different territory to territory. But there's this cluster of various realms ruled by somebody. And not unlike Canada. <laughs> um, sure. I don't know. I'm American. We don't, know, we don't know how Canada works. Canada! That's yeah. my contribution for the night. <laughs> I mean, that Justin Trudeau is mm. me. I want to see him in a wizard cape. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to put him in some coat don't shorts. Know what you mean. <laughs> well, look how worldly we are. <laughs> and the general sense of these territories is like the common person that hasn't had a lot of like reason to travel around a lot in their life. They know basically what the situation is in their territory, their realm, and they know who rules it and kind of what's going on. And they probably know loosely what's going on, maybe the rulers of the surrounding couple of territories that surrounds their territory. But most people don't know like what's on the other side of that next one. So if you're, if people have means to like travel a lot they've moved around obviously certain people know more than that but uh, the territory you're in is the land of Oakheart, and it is ruled by the family uh greenbrier i don't know if that's what i named them earlier but now it's their name it's official <laughs> greenbrier lord greenbrier and so donovan is communicating i will go tell the guy in charge because there's obviously there's been an attack they're going to need to know and hopefully they will reinforce us Cool. Well, then I don't think I would be asking who he is, Mm -hmm. because I assume I would probably know that. You would. So, retconning that, um, I would say, uh, come on, I do not think that your wife would be able to be stopped, uh, but uh, let me know if there is anything that we can do to help, if you have any idea where we should go, what can we do? If you can go with her, she's an excellent tracker, and and any help you could provide, I would be eternally grateful. You've already helped my family so much, and me, and and, uh, both of us, we hate to call on you again, but if you could go with her, you are, not call. you are not calling. We are offering. Uh, thank you, Kevin. I do have a question. Um, you you said you you were there when the Knolls ambushed you. Do you have a feeling it was anybody involved, uh, like a higher, um, somebody that might have been r- running the show, so to speak? It happened quickly. I, I didn't see much, but I've I've encountered Knolls before and. They're 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 wild and they're they're beasts more than more than humanoids and this was these were not if someone had some means of controlling them I I wouldn't be surprised and the way that it sounds like the the battle turned when they had met their objective that's knolls uh, knolls in their element they attack until no one is left and they feast on the dead after that they can't be moved this is oh. this is not how they work quite gruesome yes. Kevin, speaking of their objective, a little birdie mentioned that Sindel was not from your loins, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, loins has been used in the podcast. We've just jumped to PG. Thank you. Well, no, it wasn't a bird. It was uh, it was Sora. <laughs> wow, way to throw her under the bus, Gravely. Well, I mean, I think he would know that. Shh, be quiet. I'm oh, sorry. If Sora told you that, she's trusted you. She's come to trust you as much as I've trusted you. Sorry. Sindel is 
is is in our charge. She's well, we don't know what she is, but she was she a mutant? Did you find her in the woods? I hear there's a school for that. <laughs> Sora, um, is, is, is your daughter a mutant? Did you find her in the woods? <laughs> Coach. Coach. Inside. You, you guys are outside. Oh. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me think about this. Sindel <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> is not a mutant. Wait, maybe she is a mutant. Hold on. <laughs> Let me make some notes. I'm running with this. Collectively, they communicate to you. She was given to them by Lady Titania. Oh. <gasps> My girl. A fairy. Who you have all heard of because Maya probably talks about her incessantly because oh, Lady you guys, Titania. She is the best. She is so funny. I laugh so hard when we are together. Wait, we, they're telling us this all now? Yeah, so okay. they probably sort of take you aside and kind of give you this briefing of like, it seems like you may need to know this. Obviously you've seen what Sindel can do. And obviously that's probably somehow involved in what's going on. Doesn't Titania have the best hair? It is so beautiful. She was younger then. She had a different hairstyle. It was very lovely. Uh, Can we, can we focus actually? Maya, I thought I was your best friend. (laughs) Well, it's different. I do not have a pact with you. Oh, So Lady Titania is the uh, leader of the summer court in the Feywild, and she is also Maya's warlock patron that grants her her power. So that's why Maya is. There's a whole story involved. It involves an oversized square uh, costume. (laughs) I I would tell you another time. It is lovely. So basically, Titania didn't necessarily communicate that much about what this little girl was, other than she's really important and she needs to be protected. And, and so rescued have, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to your knowledge, she has not needed rescuing until the two times now that she's been recently abducted. Uh, Kevin, can I ask you one more potentially sensitive question? Yes. Is, is it about my loins? Actually, yes. Okay. Is is weak from your loins as yes, well? Yes, he's from my loins. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, this is awkward now. <laughs> I'm fairly sure. So I was like, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Just checking, just checking. You never know. Loins are kind of weird things. You never know what's going to happen. All right, well, can we go? come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think it kind of goes without saying, but uh, we're going to go help him, right? Yes. Of course. I think we should. Good, because I already told Sora we were going to go help her. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a load off. Well, um, I am already packed. We're wasting time. Yes, let's go. Uh, Lyra, you don't really have a stake in this. Look, I don't know Sindel and I don't know Sora, but there's something I haven't told you guys. Well, there's actually a lot since I just kind of met up with you. But one of the things I haven't told you is that my cousin was killed by Knowles. Yeah, we were 10. We were down at the river fishing. While she was fishing, I was taking a nap next to her. I'm a really deep sleeper, and uh, they came out of nowhere. She screamed, but I just rolled over because I thought that she was just struggling with a fish. Night terrors are a real thing, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I woke up, and there she was. Ripped apart, dismembered, mostly eaten. I almost threw up. Why would they attack her and not you? Just leave you to sleep. That's a great question. And Sora is gone. (laughs) (laughs) You see her leaving off. Come, let's go. And (laughs) you all follow Sora. Can I I tell if Lyra is telling you? (laughs) (laughs) Off into the woods. Sure. Roll, roll, roll again for insight on Lyra. Uh, Seventeen. All right. Tell him whether you're, whether that's true or not. No, that's a lie. I think there's going to be a really good reward if we find this little chick. Uh, I want to like you so bad. <laughs> All right, come on. I, I follow. It was still a lovely story. All right, so you head off. They were, you were returning. So timeline-wise, you were coming back. This is the same day as meeting Lyra and fighting the owlbear and hanging out with the orcs and walking back here. So it's pretty close to sunset for the attack. It's starting to get dark, and you're definitely going to be journeying through the woods. So Sora keeps like a really fast pace. She, she tracks the gnolls 
off through, they don't go back to the road. They go kind of like straight into the woods from where you are. And Gravely's able to kind of keep up with her. But she's both looking for signs and tracking and moving along at like a pretty impressive pace. The rest of you are kind of just like can, behind. You don't really know what it is you're following, but she looks confident. Can Gravely tell if they're going back in the direction of the orc war camp that they came from? Yeah, they're heading generally north. Kind of off. If they were just going north, they probably would follow the road that goes that way that you guys came back on. So they're kind of like at an angle from that, but definitely going kind of in that general direction. Probably not logically back to that camp. Because like I said, you guys came back on the road and they would they probably would go that way. It'd be a lot faster than trucking through the forest. Okay, well, uh, I'm pretty sure I know how to do this now. Okay, Oh, yeah, everybody wear. So everybody, for like this journey in general, everybody make a stealth roll and make a perception roll as well. Look, here we go. You know, I'm going to use my luck feet on my perception. Ooh. Okay. Mm. So you trek through the forest. You guys are all reasonably stealthy. Gravely is super stealthy, but some of you are looking around more than others and noticing things. And um, Sora's certainly, Sora and Gravely are both able to kind of like discern some things about what you are tracking. It looks like there's maybe 10 to 15 knolls. And you also see another set of footprints now and then that looks like somebody wearing armor, fairly heavy person wearing armor and knolls do not wear armor. So that's something to consider. I think something else you probably deduce in retrospect based on kind of the rest of the day is that these gnolls were likely in that war camp. In retrospect, you remember the orcs mentioning the other Mm -hmm. furry guys that weren't orcs. And so you're definitely like collecting like, "Uh, okay, that was probably them. I'm I'm beating myself for not putting it together. How did we miss this? Would it have made a difference? It would not have solved anything. I think you're right. We have nothing to gain by looking back. All we can do is look for it. And there's only like 15 of them. Plus mysterious armor, dude. Yeah. Or or lady. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out on that, coach. You're absolutely right. So uh, have you given any thought to what we should do when we find these people? Around the time that you are asking that, you come, you've been traveling for... Maybe an hour, maybe two hours. It's hard to track time. It's dark. You can't see a lot. But definitely going for a while. And you're just like kind of, the rest of you are kind of blindly following Sora and Gravely through the woods. They seem to know what they're doing. And you come to, you're in kind of a canyon where there's kind of high walls on both sides. And it stands out as like, well, this is probably not. A great place and Maya specifically notices some movement up on top of one of the one of the canyon walls. Oh hey guys, guys, look up there. I think I saw some movement. I don't see anything. I don't see anything either. I saw something move. What's a movement? <laughs> it We've is when something this. that would normally be still is not still. Oh, right. it goes like boom, 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 boom. Oh, I thought you were speaking in a weird accent. Um, right. What accent? <laughs> uh, so if they're up there, how are we going to get up there? How did they get up there? This we're going to climb. Good. We're in the bottom of a canyon. They've got the high ground. God, this is how I lost my last party. Nobody uh, right, believes her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear about that. Um, well, let's start climbing. At, the, any... at this point, you're like, I mean, that there's no reason that wouldn't be true, but like, you're assuming it's probably not true. <laughs> I would like to look for a convenient way up or maybe like a rope that's been left there or something like that. Yeah, so you kind of scan, you kind of like get down and like take stock of the situation and what's going on. You're already a little bit into the canyon before you kind of like stop and notice that. So the movement was somewhat ahead of you and the path you're following goes kind of down the the gully at the bottom of this canyon. And uh, you don't see any like obvious way. There's no like ladders, there's no ropes and there's no like sign of like if somebody scrambled up from where you were, like mm-hmm. that was pretty important. 
impressive because it doesn't. A, it's not something you could just like hike up there. This is a very good place for an ambush. Everyone, be ready. So I think I have something that might help here. <laughs> um, right. What is it, Gutch? Well, danger sense. Danger sense. Danger sense. No, um, so growing up in the mines, I'm very familiar with uh, rocks and stones and stonework. Uh, would this kind of stonework uh, on this hillside be uh, steady and good enough for, you know, putting stakes in it or for, for climbing on? Is it more sandstone? Is it going to, like, uh, give way as we try and climb it? Are you saying all this that loud? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking it out loud is what I'm doing. I'm just kind of speaking this to myself against the wall. Oh, I wonder if it's uh, sandstone. Coach, Let me... Coach, uh, be quiet. Little, Coach. Going to lick so it. Loud. Give it a little lick. Well, you You need to let decibels. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting the, the universe speak to me and about as this. as you guys are uh, assessing and looking around, like the answer to your question, looking at it is like, it's not hard rock. It's like, it's muddy. There's like plants into it. You could like, with time and commitment scramble your way up there but there'd be probably like a big gash of like dirt falling down and stuff you're not seeing the traces of that but also as you consider and kind of talk to each other yeah it would take a while to climb um you'd slip down a few times and stuff stuff like that but uh as you guys consider and hang out a little bit uh there's a big rumbling behind you and two big rocks roll down from up at the top of the canyon, down and danger sense. Danger. No, no. <laughs> now Does danger that sense count time. if you sense it after the effect? Well, no. Now I can use. If, is it a dexterity save? Uh, so they don't the go. Rocks? They don't go for you. They're oh. not crushing rocks, but they roll down together and they uh, block the path behind oh. you, generally. And uh, from the tops of both canyons, you now see they're not really trying to conceal themselves that several knolls on each side of the tops of these canyons start uh, shooting down arrows at you. So everybody make a dexterity oh, save. Oh, and roll initiative. Danger sense! <laughs> I knew it! So, suddenly, arrows rain down. Everybody rolled a dex save, and Coach and Gravely did really good. They definitely dodge out of the way. I, I freaking backflipped. And <laughs> did, yes, Gravely crit his dex save after earlier uh, crit failing a perception check, so not as good. Um, but he's in extremes today, and uh, Maya and Lyra both get hit by an arrow. Lyra, you take four damage, and Maya, you take three damage. <laughs> and from she the other side of the shot. canyon, you hear a voice say, We have you surrounded! Set down your weapons or perish! But that sounds wants to. You stupid! Stupid! Watch it! Careful! <laughs> Very well then, continue the ambush! Oh, darn it. <laughs> so they got some surprise arrows on you, and then we rolled an issue and gra initiative, and Gravely goes first. Gravely, what do you want to do? I would like to wrap my uh, rope that I have in my traveler's pack Ooh. around the arrow, shoot it up on the opposite side of where I think the, uh, where, where I know the knolls were, mm -hmm. to try to get like a, okay, I'm going to, I want to like basically create kind of a rope to pull ourselves up. So you're not aiming for a knoll. I'm not aiming, aiming for a knoll. For... Yeah, I want to aim for like, a tree or like something that's like this is kind of like a, if I have a grappling hook arrow. I don't know if I do or not. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can do that, and uh, you definitely see a tree up there. You can aim for. So roll an attack. Roll on the tree. Just a regular attack. You would be at that distance at disadvantage on something that moved, but for a tree, we'll we'll nullify that out and just have it be a regular roll. All right, twenty one. Hit. All right, you have an arrow <laughs> with a rope attached to it. Hello, Knights of the World Table. Thank you once again for listening. And uh, we're going to do something a little bit different with the announcements today. It is part of our podcast mission statement, I guess, that we really want to be a resource for the community, not just entertainment, not just you listening to us, but we get to interact with you and support you and support the tabletop role-playing game community in general. So as something new to the pod this week... Uh, we're going to be picking different, uh, like once a week, pick something else in the community, a cool product, a cool book, a cool something that's out there and uh, tell you about it. Give a little plug. 
and see if we can support all the great creators out there. And so today, as our first thing, I wanted to talk about the Uncaged Anthology. But first, I'm going to have to talk to you about what the DMs Guild is, because that's where Uncaged Anthology is available. So the DMs Guild is a really cool site, dmsguild.com. And it's basically a site where people can create their own supplemental material for D&D 5th edition. So you can go on dmsguild.com, find lots of cool products. I should say this is not a paid advertisement. If you want to pay us for advertising, you can certainly get in contact with us about this. But this is not a paid advertisement. We're not being paid by Wizards of the Coast or DMs Guild or Uncaged Anthology. We just wanted to do a shout-out with whoever's out there listening and let you know some other cool stuff. So that brings us to Uncaged Anthology. Let me read from their website. Uncaged is a collection of myth and folklore-themed adventures written for Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Each original adventure subverts tropes around a female mythological character or monster, including hags, harpies, medusa, and much, much more. So basically, it's a whole bunch of adventures written by a whole bunch of awesome writers, and there's original art from a whole bunch of original writers, people like Ashley Warren, Jessica Markram, Lynn Meyer, and Elise Crittell, who uh, I might be mispronouncing some of their names because I know them, uh, I've been interacting with them through Twitter. And uh, basically, it's a whole bunch of adventures at different levels that takes female monsters, mostly in Dungeons and Dragons, and gives them a story, gives them their own uh, angle. And I think both supporting women in the tabletop realm and also this kind of idea of, like, bad guys are not necessarily, you know, they have their own story. They have their own meaning. Things make sense from their point of view. And maybe the bad guys aren't actually as bad as you assumed in the first place, I think, is a something that is near and dear to me and my heart and the way I think. And I'm sure you'll hear that kind of, like, play out in the pod to some to some extent. So, Check out Uncaged Anthology. You can get it. There's actually two. Volume 2 just came out. I have a hard copy of Volume 1 on the way to me, but you can also download a PDF directly from the website and have that right away. So check out uh, Volume 1 or Volume 2 in a beautiful hardback or in PDF form. And uh, that's Uncaged Anthology. Every creature in the multiverse has a story to tell, even the monsters. All right, so um, also... I, I, I've been delving into the world of Twitter, which I haven't been active on very much. So if you'd like to follow me, that's at MFTZach, because I am a marriage and family therapist, and my name is Zach with an H. So at MFTZACH. And that's an account where I will post information about the podcast and also generally just stuff on the theme of the interaction between uh, therapy and Dungeons and & Dragons and other tabletop role-playing games. So I'd love to have you... Follow me there and connect with you guys there at MFTZACH. Also, the podcast is at Rolled Table on Twitter. Uh, original art from Chris Daly is at Knights of the Rolled Table Podcast on Instagram. You can check out Chris's stuff at Daily Tunes RPG and Weston's uh, music. You can check him out at Make My Anthem. He did our theme. Also, if you would like to contact us about a cool product that you make that we might feature on the podcast, feel free to do it through any of those mediums I just described, or you can contact us by email at table at gmail.com. All right, as always, please support us, spread the word. Uh, we're, we're, we gather up some more listeners every day, and we got to be able to keep doing that to make, keep making this. So spread the word, tweet about us, uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's a big help if you can do that. And thank you very much. Here's the rest of the episode. Now go out and make life an adventure. Which doesn't sound like the sturdiest situation, but that is... Uh, Can I use my movement to start to climb? Uh, rope? Yes. Roll. Hmm. Let's see. Which let's are rather small. Go ahead and roll a... Um, let's make it an acrobatics roll just to see. This is largely probably based on like how that rope holds. Yep. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, it's a 15. All right. So gravely makes it probably, uh, about in this move, maybe halfway up the side of the Canyon on the right. So on your right, there's yeah. arrows coming down both from the I'm right yelling, side. Climb the up side. the rope. We'll attack them from the other side. Ooh, nice. All right. And then it's Maya's turn. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I, I, my, my, for my movement, I will follow gravely, gravely. Uh, but I'm also going to go ahead and cast the uh, silent image of myself 
next to where I am and leave her there. Oh, nice. And But she's going to kind of run away like the other direction. So maybe some of the gnolls will be diverted over there. And okay. she will also be in her underwear because that's how I roll. <laughs> Hold on. Are you currently in your underwear <laughs> or is just a silent image in her underwear? Well, I feel like Maya would have eventually wound up in her underwear, but I guess fine, fine. Just She'll be randomly? <laughs> I mean, it's nighttime. It's probably cold. Fine. She could be wearing clothes. <laughs> you insist. A silent image uh, is wearing underwear. <laughs> Everything is a protest. Okay. It, it, is, it could is. technically still be a war protest. <laughs> All right. So you're going to cast a silent image vaguely where you are and then try to sneak away and climb the rope. So mm. make a stealth roll to see if how successful uh, the like, switcheroo is. Oh, shoot. That's not great. Uh, so I'm going to actually use my luck feet one more time because that was a three. <laughs> okay. And that's, we're just blowing through those. Okay, 15 plus. Uh, so that's going to be 18 on my stealth. 18 stealth. So you luckily uh, just catch the, catch the moonlight just right. And your silent image cast just ahead of you definitely like uh, um, keeps the attention of the incoming arrow fire. So you're, you are able to climb up to right behind where Gravely is without having any of the archers follow you. Ah, Gravely, you have good caps too. Does she crawl, uh, climb faster than me because I'm shorter and have little arms? Uh, Is she like climbing over me or like kind of just waiting, kind of going inch by inch, like faster, faster? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Gravely is probably a faster rope climber than... My as both that for dexterity, particularly... he doesn't weigh as much, and I feel like he probably gets more. He's pretty accurate. Rope practice, yeah. Whereas Maya does more drumming and painting every <laughs> <laughs> time. Sometimes, so, sometimes I drum on a rope. Strum them, and uh, you guys are going to take some arrow fire. Those of you that they can still see, so one misses. Lyra, one uh, coach. What's your AC? Uh, 16. Coach takes a hit by an oh. arrow, but it's only two damage. And yes. one more Not reaching it, fires so. out and just barely misses Gravely, <clears throat> who's climbing up. That was fired down at you from where you're <clears throat> climbing towards. And then it's Lyra's turn. Uh, Lyra is going to run to the bottom of the rope because she intends to follow the other two up. But she won't do that right now. Instead, she's going to pull out a dagger. Uh, how close is the closest knoll? There's one right above me, or like up, 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 the, up the rope, right? up the at the top of the hill. She's yeah. gonna try and throw her dagger. Yeah. Did you say we were climbing it already? Or no, not climbing yet. I run to where the rope is, but okay. I don't start climbing. Can I do that? You can throw a dagger. Also, you can throw a dagger at disadvantage because you're throwing it up oh. against gravity. Oh, wait, throwing range. stuff back at somebody, shooting arrows at you is never a bad idea. Just yeah. to like, disrupt them. <laughs> <laughs> throwing a dagger up into the air <laughs> is probably a pretty bad idea. Fourteen. You toss a dagger up there. It doesn't fly back down and impale any of your companions. Oh, thank God. It also doesn't seem like it hit anybody. But you can actually see from where it went up. You can see like. What is presumably a knoll kind of like stop shooting and kind of scurry stop to the side. Dagger, like float up the front <laughs> yeah. of it and then just go back down. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to move. <laughs> um, and so are you, are you climbing the rope behind them or are you staying yes, at the Yes, climbing the rope. Okay. So now three of you are hanging from the rope and it's Coach's turn. Uh, coach, everybody looks down at Coach, and Coach is in all of his climbing kit gear. <laughs> just like suddenly, uh, I'll go and u- I'll go ahead and use my action to just put on all my climbing because I have a climber's kit. Uh, so I'll go ahead and put put all that on. Does he say play on? <laughs> play on, and then it, uh, so I've got like boot tips and gloves and a harness and like little special pistons I can like yeah, plug pitons. into the wall. I am like uh, yeah, pitons. Pitons, pitons, uh-huh. uh, and <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm just gonna try and like just start climbing. Is what I'm gonna do. Just try and free Without solo rope, climbing. Just yeah, like with, with your way up free, there. Free, free solo climbing up this thing. Because he's free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess roll an athletics check. Do you have proficiency in While I yodel up the hill, yes. Uh, Sixteen. Nice. All right. Well, so <laughs> I'm like going faster than you guys are. Maya is, she's into it. <laughs> I right. mean, 
given that I guess it took Gravy a little time to like shoot the arrow, like you're climbing up there and you're like roughly like next to them and they're all just like staring at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now you're all uh, on the side of this mountain with <laughs> archers on above you and also you're behind late, you're you. Late, late. And whoever yelled at you farther down the canyon. And a uh, actually, Sora is with you. And so Sora uh, did not go climbing. Sora pulled out her longbow and fired off two shots. And one doesn't seem to hit anybody. And one oh. seems to uh, peg one of the knolls that are up there out of sight. And then a couple more arrows come down. And we're going to roll one. Uh, hits, coach. Oh, four. Again. One damage. Oh. One damage. And one goes towards a silent image Maya. And it, it doesn't hurt silent image Maya because she's an illusion unknown to them. Spooky. <laughs> she just giggles like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My Saucy image. Because it's silent. She starts just dancing. Yes. <laughs> she's got a fan dance. Like she's into it. All right. <laughs> Uh, so Silent Image Maya is working pretty well, distracting to the otherwise very obvious target of you guys all like, climbing up the side of this canyon. And I've just got arrows poking out of me every which way. And we're back to Gravely. So there are, we're climbing up the rope and there are gnolls shooting down from us from the other side. Yeah. I'm going to lock my legs, lean back upside down with the bow and arrow and shoot at them. All right. Like, hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Clean, just we, we've established, down. like, in the Basilisk Cave, that Gravely has an odd skill for, like, shooting arrows behind him. So go ahead. Uh, let's I'm roll again with... I'm, 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 he's doing... I'm like, doing no, back. oh, yeah. Not not behind your shoulders, just hanging upside yeah, down. Yeah, upside down and shooting. people behind you. I'm going to give you disadvantage on that. Go ahead and take right. another arrow shot. <laughs> okay. Oh, I rolled... 27 and uh, 16. 16 is good enough. Hey. So roll some damage on okay. a gnoll over there. Are gnolls considered humanoids? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's 13. And then w- was this one already hurt? No. Okay. 13 damage. <laughs> so you see a gnoll over there. And, and you when you go look over there, you see at least three gnolls on that side shooting at you. And you hit the successfully hit the one in the middle. And then it's uh, Maya's turn. So you're, are you continuing to climb also? Yeah. And I'll <laughs> ab crunch and then <laughs> climb up. Okay. So with the rest of that roll, you're able to get to the top of the canyon. And up there, you see two gnolls to your right, two gnolls to the left. In Stuck addition in to the ones that are across on the other side. Great. <laughs> and uh, it's Hello, nice boys. <laughs> Maya, upon seeing that Sora has not joined us on the rope, uh, is going to call down to her and say, Sora, why are you not coming up? It is not safe for you to be alone down there. Uh, she says, I'll be fine. Do your thing. <laughs> and she's just like firing out. She's, she's looking pretty like Sora is clearly a competent uh, warrior. Probably more competent than you yep. guys are, just yep. based on like how quickly she goes into. This is true, but I feel like stance. she's kind of setting herself up to be a martyr, and Maya is not on board with that. So while climbing, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give up my silent image, <gasps> as cool no, as it is, and I'm so going to well. cast suggestion on Sora to get her to climb the rope with us. <laughs> You're going to try to make Sora climb the rope. <laughs> All right. So what's, is that a Don't wisdom save? Don't tell me save? how to live my life, Zach. You're telling Sora how to live her life. Is that a wisdom save for her? Uh, it is, yes, a wisdom save. All right, and I'm, my, my instruction for her is to come with us. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Ooh, Ooh. She's going to hate me. <laughs> she is going to hate you because she crit fail a wisdom save. So oh. she... Ooh. Uh, hangs her bow tell behind me what to, her. Okay, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> she hangs her bow behind her and uh, like strings it over her shoulder, and she climbs up the rope behind you. And I'm gonna continue climbing up then. Okay. And good idea, Sela. All right, and then you have uh, some more gnolls are gonna rain down attacks. One misses. One hits Sora. Four. Maybe not so good. <laughs> Seven damage. Ooh, sorry. sorry. And She's another one goes at Coach it. and also misses Coach. Woo! And it's Lyra's turn. I'm just collecting arrows as I go up. 
So I, Lyra keeps climbing up the rope. Are the gnolls close enough to thunder for thunderclap? No. Also, you don't get to choose who you thunderclap. So oh, if you uh, cast a- thunderclap while climbing a rope, <laughs> we all just fall around it. It would be a bad idea. Okay. Well, I've only got my. Um, you do have movement wise. You can use your movement to get up where Gravely is, and then do some damage. That is what I'm going to do. All right. Help me. So you <laughs> climb up uh, dexterously right behind Gravely, and you see the same two knolls to your guys' left and two to the right, and at least three across the canyon. Uh, I go to my closest knoll, and I pull out my short sword. All right, roll an attack, I assume. Yes. Do you want to cast Hex on him? Yes. All right, so what's your attack? 13. Uh, you miss. <laughs> so nonchalant. Do you want to do an offhand uh, short sword attack? Yes. Roll an attack for that. Oh, yes. Uh, 25. All right. Well, that's going to hit. It's a natural 20 your... is really what it is. Ooh. It's a natural 20. So you're going to roll a D6 two times because it was a critical hit. Yes. Critical. Critical. Well done. Critical. I know. Very nice. Three? Oh, oh my gosh, you guys, we get to use more null puns. <laughs> oh, no. And four. <laughs> oh, no. Seven total. I think probably your hex would work on this. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you hit. I don't know if it will work twice in a turn, but you missed the first time. So you're going to roll two more D6 all together. One. <laughs> so nine damage altogether. You miss with one short sword and it ducks under it, but then you catch it with the other one and cut it really good. And it growls and snarls at you as it starts to bleed. And now it's Coach's turn. Coach who is Coach stuck is, to the side going to keep climbing up that, that, that side of that mountain. Again, kind of kicking my shoes in. And my, my calves are looking quite good. In fact, oh, yeah. as I'm kicking into the in the stone, the the the, uh, the arrow that was stuck into my back calf pops out just nice. from the sheer muscly goodness. It's so uh, tense in there that it can't even fit. And and out. I'm I'm gonna get up to the, the, the uh, hopefully the top. Yeah, right. Sure. Uh, and I'm gonna run over to a knoll and grab it and try and throw it off the ledge. Ooh. <laughs> All right, we'll do a athletics contest for that. Oh, I'm raging. I'm gonna rage now. Oh, All right. <laughs> Bonus action to so rage. Does that give you? Advantage on on my yeah, like any strengths anything. Oh yeah, it, it would be a if, if I'm rolling my uh, athletics. Yeah, All right. anything strength related. If, are we doing like a grapple Throwing contest? Off of cliff. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know how you want to run this, DM. Uh, yeah, let's just do an athletics contest. Oh, I have advantage. Thank yeah. goodness, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> Ooh, uh, fifteen total uh, against this knoll's fourteen. So like. Yes! Yeah. Grab, you struggle. You do a quick move. Coach has got that low center of gravity that lets you like sweep the leg and just like send this knoll flying off the edge of the cliff. And that knoll uh, falls to the bottom. And uh, Maya has produced a fan. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fanning herself like no pun. No pun. (laughs) Knoll you later. Make sure when you hit the bottom, stop dropping knoll. That's good, though. We're getting thin. We're getting yeah, thin. Yeah, we're running out of null punts. All right, so that's one null down. Um, the ones across the way are going to take some shots at you. So one is a hit on coach. Deduct another three damage. Halved, I guess, for raging. Two, one. So yep. Whatever that is. Uh, Sora takes another hit. Jeez. Five from her. And another one's going to shoot puns. at Maya. And Maya takes a hit. And that is six. Maya deduct six. And then it is... Uh, the DM is currently playing a game against himself. Yeah. yeah. Where only he can win and lose. Um, so, all right. So now it's Sora's turn in the order. Who suggested, like, how long does that last? Uh, suggestion? Until she completes what you asked her to do, right? So minute. what did you yeah. tell her to do? I told her to follow us. to stay Climb up us. the rope. All right, so with the rest of her movement, she will successfully get to the top of the rope and glare. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how dare you? And she does one of those things where, like, she takes the arrow like she's going to shoot you with it. And you can tell she's, like, mentally shooting you with it. But she uh, shoots the knoll behind you instead. (laughs) Maya just smiles. 
Uh, <laughs> as the arrow goes by. So the knoll that Lyra hit already once and was a little bit damaged takes an arrow like right in the eye, shot like very like down the line right past Maya, right mm. over Lyra's shoulder, and that knoll falls over dead. She's hate shooting. That a knoll oh, do you one? A knoll in one. Oh, that's good. Knoll scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want, want no scrubs. scrubs. <laughs> and you hear from, so that voice from the bottom at the beginning, you hear yelling out, They're climbing, don't let them climb, you morons. Throw them off or shoot them. Just shoot them, idiots. Did they say blow us up? <laughs> blow them off. Oh, it off. was coming from the bottom of the canyon? Yeah, that initial voice was coming from the other end of the canyon somewhere. It was kind of echoey. It was hard to pinpoint. You couldn't like, see like anybody over there. Behind the boulder that was... The boulder's behind you, so that voice is farther down the road, or the path in the way in the direction that you were going. And uh, it's back to Gravely. All right, so there were two and two. Um, Has that changed? Yeah, so now there's only two, because Coach threw one off of the (laughs) cliff. Yeah, he did. uh, Lyra and Sora collectively took out another one, so there's only two up there with you right now. On which side? They're both on your right. Okay, I'm going to go to the left, then. And I will turn around and Gravely, shoot. you coward. No, wait. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the ones across the canyon. Okay. There are some across the canyon still. Mm-hmm. There's like two more, right? Or three more. Cause so that's going to be more than the 30-foot longbow distance. So roll that with disadvantage. What? Longbow has like 80 feet. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Am I thinking it? the short bow yeah. numbers? Longbow has a range of 150 feet. And then that goes out to like... Th- and then or 600. 600. Jeez. Okay, well, damn, that's Is impressive. It within 600 <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's called a long bow, because okay. it goes a long way. Well, go ahead and roll just regular Z's. Bow puns. <laughs> for sure. One of those no, really. That's a natural 20. Hey. hey. It's you hit it. Roll 20. presumably a lot of damage. He's a natural 20. Okay. <laughs> what would you rate him on a 1 to 10? A 20. A 20. Uh, 18 uh, is is the one I hit. Is not injured. I don't okay. think any of those guys so are there injured yet. Well, maybe one Jeez. is. So we'll, so we'll go ahead and say you hit the one that was already injured, and okay. it will, it'll go down with that. It take, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it takes an additional eight damage <laughs> of being dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dead damage. Yeah. And Maya's product. Maya is... Uh, going to go ahead and uh, we're still one knoll standing, correct? There's two on your side. Just kidding. There's two. So uh, the one, are either of them hit? No. 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 Hey, I can do it to you guys. Yeah, the conversion. Sec- no, 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 no. <laughs> you're better than that. I know. You're better than that. Um, no, I'm not. No, no, no. She's just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and Eldritch Blast uh, the one. Yep, the one of them, the one closest. One that's to up me. there. Okay. Sure. Yep. So. Yes. Finger guns. That's a five. So it's a a ten. Miss. Yep. Cool. And then uh, she's gonna go. Uh, coach is up, right? Uh, nope. Just kidding. That knoll is up, so guess what? It's going to come on over to you. I didn't get to move? Uh, you can move. I'm going to move behind Gravely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's going to come on over to Gravely then, and uh, it's going to snarl and try to bite him and miss, and it's going to strike with an axe that it has, and it's going to hit with that. Ouch. And Gravely will take five damage from that knoll snarling and tearing at him and the other knoll that's up there will no likey (laughs) they're just like the easiest creatures to pun uh the other knoll up there will say coach is up there let's see that's a miss on a bite and an attack with his spear and coach will take nine damage nine from his spear attack just like coach is standing still proudly looking down at the (laughs) he just threw out of there and got speared in the side your legs are bleeding and that brings us to Lyra and noticing you can notice down 
into the canyon, you can see some knolls down there, kind of coming in from the other side of the canyon. Probably they were intending to ambush you down at the bottom, and now they're kind of like Oof. scrambling around. Maybe some of them are getting bows out to try to shoot up at you, but you've definitely like disrupted their ambush here. Thanks. And uh, Lyra's turn. Uh, my finger spell? Is that like a finger? Yeah, the relic you took. We're, we're <laughs> walking. Let you disguise yourself. Yeah. I thought I could poke someone in the eye. Okay. Um, <laughs> with, this, with the ancient relic. <laughs> well, I'm going we'll, we'll to I'm going to try and jump behind the closest knoll to me and stab him in the back with my short sword. Okay. So those gnolls just came over to attack while they were chasing Maya, and then she hid behind Gravely, and then they <laughs> hit Gravely. So you can get around behind that one, and so roll. You hid behind um, Gravely? How? She just ran tall. behind him. I'm not that big. Oh, no? I'm like five feet. Ooh. Use him as a distraction. I'm three feet. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. Like wider. Hit. So you're going to roll. Uh, you're 3d6 altogether with Hex and Sneak Attack. Ooh, Six. Oh no! <laughs> Six. Ooh. One more for Make the devil. That thing again. That was triple. Six. From the bowels of inferno. Yes. All right. So that is like max damage. Pretty impressive. Lyra's on a roll, and that knoll goes down. His blood squirts all over me, and I'm just like, yeah. Yes. All over. Eating gumballs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good. So good. Yeah. Woo! All right, so there's. Gravely kind of like looks at this and kind of cocks his head. <laughs> thinking about she choices. She is a teethling. Like, uh, you yeah, know that. She's leaning into that. Yeah. Lean into that, girl. All right, so there's one Noel up there with you guys, and there's still arrows coming out from the other side, and these. Other knolls down at the bottom, and it's Coach's turn. You just stabbed my lats. He's going to turn around, <laughs> and he's going to pull out both of his warhammers, and he's just going to wreck this fool. Lats are a muscle. In the back. Because I was stabbed in the back. Did you just, like, Google all of the muscles? Stop it. Is that like- I definitely do not have a Safari page open to all the different major muscle groups. I am, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing Bookmarked. this right now. Here we go. <laughs> Attack number one. Okay. It's called backstory. <laughs> backstory. That's a 17 to hit. Weston has a five-page backstory, and it's just like individual like history of each of coach's muscles. Anatomy, <laughs> reference. He uh, tracks his lactic his workout acid. Regimen. I'm, like, I'm like three semesters from my MD right now. <laughs> That's really what's happening. Significant past injuries that coaches sustain. See, games can help you learn. Uh, so that is going to be 10 damage. I'm guessing a 17 hits. Yes. And that is a 24. Mm. So, nine damage on the second roll. So, are those two separate attacks? Yes. Okay. Well, that knoll 17 and 24. A hammer from each side <laughs> and just like smashes him into um, knoll thingness. Ooh. Hey. There's no place like home. Oh. Got so many more knolls. Lats, um, lats, 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 lats. All right, so that knoll goes down, and you guys are now alone on your side of the canyon with a bunch of frustrated knolls <laughs> looking up at you. All right, so um, some more arrows are coming across the way. You guys are able to take stock of across the way. There are some more knolls that you have not seen, and they're all shooting at you. So there's now there's four visible that you can see over there, uh, not counting one that Gravely already took out. And most of them miss with your arrows, but there is one that crit on uh, Coach. Coach, Coach, yes. Coach, so excited. Coach don't care. Uh, For 11 damage. Oh, my uh, halved. Five. Lucky. (laughs) Rage. Rage. (laughs) So Coach is taking some serious damage. Sora's also taking some serious damage. You guys are up there, and now it is Sora's turn. And she takes a moment to say to Maya, do not ever do that to me again. I am sorry. I just wanted to make sure that your daughter had a mother to come home to. 
And she is already uh, shooting arrows back down towards the knolls, and she uh, misses once and hits another one. There's kind of a mass of knolls down there. Maybe there's like five or six. It's hard to tell what's going on because it's dark, and they're moving around. There's shadows down at the bottom of the canyon, but you can tell at least one of them hit. And uh, we're back to gravely in the order, but uh, what do you guys want to do kind of tactically now that you're up here on your own with moles all over the place? So I've, I've seen this before, and uh, Coach is gathering like small rocks to try and punt them with his warhammers down, down the canyon at the gnolls that are down at the bottom. Okay. So, so that's that, that's what he's tactically doing. So <laughs> you're looking around for <laughs> Tactical rocks golf balls. to roll. <laughs> Yes. Which he has seen in the past, like, 30 oh. seconds ago when they rolled down some. <laughs> all the sports and all the things I'm into. Yeah, There are four across the canyon, and how many in the canyon? You can't quite see, but it looks like, you know, between six and ten-ish, kind of moving around in the shadows down there. I think we should run. Can we see anything, like, where we're at up top, like, anywhere that we could take cover or escape to? Yes, because there's like kind of a plane up there. It's not like a, you know, I'm like a ledge up there. So there's territory. You kind of just back up and not be in the canyon exactly, except that there's not really a route down necessarily to the path that you are following. So can we run in the same direction as the path that we're going, but along the top of the canyon? Um, a little bit. And then the canyon kind of turns off. Hmm. I mean, you can't see everything, but like. It looks like you couldn't get that far without kind of like going back down into the canyon in that direction right. on that side. So whereas you could kind of just like walk away from the battle, you'd also be like essentially something that's very much on Sora's mind and probably that you're all aware of is like every moment spent here is like time that, that getting you're not following Sindel. So the, the direction that we've, that we've kind of moved towards is away from where we believe Sindel to be? When you climbed up? Yeah. You just kind of climbed up parallel. So you're standing above, essentially, where you were. Mm-hmm. But you need to move towards, like, the path that you were following basically goes through this, like, massive knolls and whoever was just yelling at you. It's a better tactical standpoint to be up here, so we'll, let's, I say we take him out, and, and then we'll get back down to the canyon and continue our journey. But first we have to take these guys out. And as you are kind of, like, whispering and plotting to each other a little bit and hearing Knowles down in the canyon kind of, like, move around, and you still hear that voice kind of, like, yelling at them angrily, just generally, like, not, like, super confident, just, like, like tactics, but just, like, Just go get them! Do something! And get them. This is not how this was supposed to go! I had such a good plan! So that's going on, but also across the way, you notice while you're talking, uh, a knoll over there goes like flying over the side, coach style, and plummeting down into the canyon. And then another one, and you look across Whoa. over there, and you see an orc uh, waving at you. And, I uh, love these guys. Is, is it like, one of our friends? There's a couple orcs over there, and they're like, hey, how are you yeah. doing? Ah. And you're pretty sure at a distance that it's Manx and his friends yeah. that you met earlier in the camp. It's your recruits. Did you guys get lost? Uh, the, the, he it's it's up, like the other he way. Up the little card you gave him was like, we don't know. It's not. Uh, no, okay. we're not sure it was, which direction. It was your fourth left, not your third left. Hey, could you keep throwing those knolls while you guys discuss? Oh, Thanks. yeah, sorry. No uh, and another one gets and thrown. try to hit the other knolls that are down. Oh, try to hit the other knolls that are down there. I was like, oh, okay. You see a couple of them. There's one knoll left up there, and like two of them, like grab it, grab an arm each, and try to kind of like heft him over towards the knolls. But he falls pretty short. <laughs> They're not that far. <laughs> I'll, shoot, I'll shoot one of the. I'll cast hail of thorns. Ooh, got one more slot, and I will shoot at at least two. I don't know at a bunch of knolls that are if they're close to each other. Uh, yeah, well, so yeah, definitely that mass down there is close to each other and down. You have the high ground. Great, I will shoot them the with my longbow. Yeah. It's very important, I hear. <laughs> so bad. Oh, so bad. That's an 18 to hit. 
All right, so when you cast Hail of Thorns and it sprays out and hits a bunch of people, they take all of your like damage modifiers, Horde Breaker and whatever, or well, Colossus it's, Slayer, it's, uh, or just the initial one? The, the, the one I hit, the, one, the mm, initial the target of my attack takes everything, and then everybody else takes um, D10. Oh, they have to make a dexterity save, and if they fail, then they take D10, or half on a successful save. All right, so I'm going to roll two dexterity saves for fairness because I don't want to roll ten dexterity saves, but I don't want to just have to be pass or fail. And I rolled a three and a sixteen, so we'll say half of them take the full damage. Okay, so the so the one I hit takes twelve. Okay, the ones that failed taking it take six, and then the ones that succeeded take three. Okay toying that hail of thorns down there and it definitely like you can see it causing a lot of chaos amongst them and the gnolls all kind of you hear a lot of like <laughs> general gnoll noises that i'm getting shot by you've been practicing getting thought shot by thorns yes every every morning in the mirror i do my gnoll noises <laughs> so i'm all prepped up for the gnoll war um is that your turn yes cool well, I, I will also, I'd like to run further down as far as I can, mm-hmm. type 25 feet of movement, uh, to try to see whoever's yelling down there. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can see a figure in armor, like full plate armor and a big helmet with like horns on it, uh, kind of standing to the back of all these knolls. It's clearly the person that's been yelling all at right. them. I'll, I'll try to duck down so he doesn't see me, like lie down or something. Okay. My turn. I'm confused as to what's going on right now. Uh, your friends are across. Your friends, the orcs, are across the way. Yep. Now was, alone on the other uh, ledge. You guys are alone on your side of the ledge. And down in the canyon is a bunch of gnolls with thorns in them and a big dude in armor. I'm going to yell at the orcs. Have you seen a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> The orcs? Oh, the orcs, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. So down at the knolls there, um, some of them are trying to like claw their way up on you, and some of them are starting to get some arrows at the ready. I'll get to that. But the but orcs I'm say, orcs. Uh, uh, no, uh, up here. You have no help to uh, me. Okay, sorry. Um, so are they're, are they, they're coming up, they're like near us now? They're not near you, but some of them are trying to climb, and some of them are getting ready to shoot. Okay. Uh, well, whichever one looks like it's the most injured, if there is one, I'm going to go ahead and shoot my little Eldritch Blast at them. Roll. Hopefully I do better this time. That's a six. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. Hit. Yes. Okay. Ooh, uh, 18. Uh, 18 damage? Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, that no goes down. Yay! Uh, there's still a bunch down there, but you hear with this clearly turning badly and the orcs turning up on the other side, you hear the the dude down there in armor say, Go! Just, just, just retreat! Let's go! Move out! Let's go! And they all kind of... Uh, actually, specifically, like you really see when he gives that order, like all the gnolls stop, not in a very gnoll-like fashion, mm-hmm. and turn towards him immediately kind of like zonked out a little bit and just like immediately go walking down the canyon. How far away is he? The dude in armor? Yeah. Like, can I see him? Yeah, you can see where he is. He's probably, I mean, 70 or 80 feet out there. Okay. Between being like significantly below you and farther down the canyon. Okay. <laughs> the distance I just said is farther than whatever <laughs> whatever Maya needed to do, apparently. <laughs> but I will I will yell at him and say, We should talk. I feel like we have some communication issues. And if we just talk about our feelings, perhaps we can come to an agreement. Okay, good talk. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of my turn. It's Lyra's turn in initiative. But they're moving out, mm-hmm. and you've got your orc friends that have appeared. And so, what do you guys want to do from there? Well, we need to follow them. Yeah, I agree. And also, you guys need to head up the mountain, because that's not the, <laughs> this isn't the right way. Let's catch, they can help us. Yeah, we need some muscle in this group. So yeah, come with us. Excuse me. Oh, come on, we can all survive off nice lats. <laughs> you haven't seen these lats. Uh, but I agree, I think, I think the orcs could be very helpful. That's all I'm saying. 
I agree, coach. What are you guys doing here? Uh, well, we were trying to go to the mines. It turns out this is not a very good map. So uh, if you could maybe redirect us or... Uh, I think you well, are I going got- to help us. Yeah, they're actually in, in this direction. Um, uh, you, we're heading the same way. We can kind of tell you which way to go. So if you guys all sort of like slide back down to the path and... <laughs> well, we can, yeah, we can get back down the rope. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, so you guys go Fly down and the, you make the orcs down there too. <laughs> and they basically recount to you that like, uh, like, you'll never believe it. We we're supposed to be paid two bags of 15... Gold pieces for our final guard duties, and they stiffed us. So <gasps> it's a good thing we found these gnolls. We were going to teach them a lesson. You know, some people have no integrity these days. Ugh. Knoll integrity? Oh! <laughs> and you guys, it's a good thing. It's okay if they get away from us a little bit, because look, we have a map. It was right here on the table. Next to where our gold was supposed to be. And he unrolls one of the maps that was on the table in the tent back at the war camp. And uh, not the one of respite, but uh, a different map shows kind of a general lines and paths of the area. And there's sort of directions and arrows towards a specific area that seems to be in the general direction you're going that has a big uh, circle on it with swirly lines. Coach is going to ignore all the swirly lines and try and point out where exactly where the mine is. <laughs> oh, this is perfect! And he's going to he's going to try and like. Just well, you see these little rivers over here. Ignore all of this. <laughs>